Hello, studio teacher friends. Listen, it is no secret that we juggle a lot of roles as independent music teachers. And today I want to talk about the importance of being a good boss to yourself. So let's take a deep breath and grab the beverage of your choice and let's get to it. This is episode 117 of the Beyond Measure podcast with me, Christina Whitlock, your anytime piano teacher friend. The reality of the 21st century workforce is this. People in any industry that I can think of are carrying more responsibilities than ever before. The actual number of roles that individuals are expected to fulfill in their work just keeps increasing. I'd like to point this out because it's pretty safe to say that every person we encounter in life probably feels overwhelmed by their responsibilities at work. And, of course, studio music teachers are no exception. The difference often anyway, is that we are largely self-employed, or at the very least, we're probably somewhat self-directed, meaning that even if you have some kind of supervisor in your studio teaching, you're still likely making a lot of decisions on your own about how you prepare, how you spend your time in the lesson, the approaches you use, etc., In other words, you are likely your own boss, your own manager, and your own CEO. I want you to imagine for a moment that your best friend has a manager at their place of employment who is pretty terrible. They expect them to work overtime without even being asked to do so, They constantly tell your friend that they are not doing enough work. They are always feeling like they're falling short of expectations. Your friend isn't given any kind of suggestions as to how they could be more effective in their work, yet they are somehow expected to figure it out anyway. Like right now. (laughs) New responsibilities are being heaped on them every day. No new systems are being offered up to help with this increasing workload. And your friend is expected to face this constant, never-ending criticism while they're also supposed to show up to work with a cheerful attitude and a smile on their face, (laughs) all while being reminded that they have the dream job. If your friend laid all of this on you, what would your advice to them be? I mean, wouldn't you tell them to get out of there? That they do not deserve that kind of treatment? That that work environment is unhealthy at best? That their boss is the literal worst? (laughs) Wouldn't your blood be boiling on their behalf? Wouldn't you be worried about them? (laughs) Well, maybe you can already see where I'm going with this. But I just have to point out, friends, so many of us who are our own bosses work under these conditions every day. 
I know it because some of you pay me for consultation services to help get you out of these kinds of ruts. (laughs) I hear you every week. (laughs) And goodness knows, I have been here more times than I can count, including (laughs) like just last week. So I'm asking you a set of questions today. I want to know if you are guilty of expecting yourself to work overtime without your permission. (laughs) The truth is, we are musicians, and there is always going to be more work that we can do. I mean, we can always practice more. We can always read more. We can always communicate with our parents more. We can always organize our studio music more. (laughs) I mean, I am so guilty of seeing every free hour as an opportunity to crank out some more kind of work. (laughs) I confess that I have made productivity an idol at many times in my life. But if I had an actual human being telling me that I had to put in the number of hours that I spend thinking and planning and doing my work, (laughs) yikes, I would tell them to get lost. Like there's no way I would work with those kinds of expectations being laid on me. What about you? I'm also curious to know if you feel like you have an inner voice who constantly tells you that you are not doing enough, you know, that you don't know enough about your area of expertise, or you aren't serving that one student well enough, you know, that you need to plan better, communicate better, speak better, dress better, organize better, market yourself better, on and on and on it goes, and Again, friends, no one in their right mind would continue working for a manager who constantly spoke to them like this. Yet, how many of us live with these narratives on a regular basis? And as I said earlier, then we expect ourselves to show up joyfully to our work and be a source of encouragement to everyone around us. It's crazy, my friends. It is not feasible. And I think we have to be better bosses to ourselves. In her groundbreaking research on leadership, Brene Brown describes a leader as anyone who takes responsibility for finding the potential in people and processes and who has the courage to develop that potential. And I believe this has every bit to do with how we choose to lead ourselves as it does with how we decide to lead others, which of course we do as well. I mean, isn't our job as music teachers to find potential in our students and help them develop it? (laughs) Most of us are pretty terrific at that part. But What about how we nurture the potential we see in ourselves? I mean, are you doing a great job at that? Or are you just expecting yourself to automatically be great at everything right now? Are you just pointing out your shortcomings? Or are you helping yourself find a path forward? Are you exploring systems that are going to improve your workflow 
Or are you just expecting yourself to find your way through an increasing number of responsibilities? Are you willing to be a good boss and realize that you have put too much on your employee's plate? Are you willing to find a way to delegate something somewhere? I think we all know this, but a great manager stays in step with their team. They understand that employees are more than work machines. Every person we encounter is a whole world unto themselves. We are complex beings with concerns about our health and our relationships, our finances. I mean, all the things all the time. As the saying goes, we are human beings, not human doings. We are not the sum of what we do. There is just so much more to us than that. And a good boss knows that and recognizes it as about their employees. So the question is, what does your inner boss say to you? Is the manager inside your head concerned about your overall well-being? Or do they only care about the number of tasks you are completing each day? I know what I hope the answer is to that question, but I also know the actual answer is probably not the ideal. I wish, more than anything, that I had all the answers for you today, but of course, the truth of the matter is I am very much in the same boat as you are most of the time here. But, like pretty much all things in music teacher life, I believe the start of progress comes with paying attention and with asking the right questions and with being honest. So, my honest teacher friends, if you had to give yourself an employee satisfaction survey (laughs) where you were asked to evaluate your manager, (laughs) that's you, on their leadership style, how would you score them? Let's do this for real. It will be fun. (laughs) On a scale from one to five, with one being the least satisfied and five being the most, how would you rate yourself (laughs) on the following questions? Here we go. Number one, on setting clear boundaries around working hours and non-working hours. Okay, seriously, give yourself a number between one through five. How good are you at setting clear boundaries around working hours and non-working hours? Okay, number two. What about on maintaining an encouraging work environment? Like, do you feel trusted in your knowledge, but also supported in areas that you want to grow in? How would you rank yourself there? Number three, do you think your boss, that's you, do you think your boss sees your potential and seeks to nurture it? (laughs) Hit the pause button if you need time to think about that one, one through five. (laughs) Number four, does your manager set you up for success by providing clear goals for each workday? Or are you just supposed to magically do all the things every day? (laughs) One through five. Lastly, 
Does your boss seem to value you as a human being, or are they only concerned about your productivity rate at work? One through five, you know the drill. (laughs) So, okay, now I'm really curious. Out of a total of 25 points, how did your inner boss score? How are you treating your very important, very dedicated employee? who is also you. I am not even going to pretend to know what an acceptable score should be in this fun little survey we just took, (laughs) but I will say this. In my email newsletter this week, I am going to be sending out a survey much like the one we just completed. And after you take it this week, we are going to revisit that survey in a few months, and we're going to see if you made any progress. Because progress is really what it's all about, right? (laughs) Moving forward in the right direction, not fixing everything all at once, but making strides toward a more positive life. If you are not already on my email list, you should jump on that pronto by going to christinawhitlock.com slash subscribe. That link will also be in the show notes for this episode, along with some other good stuff that you should probably check out. So I'm looking forward to seeing if we can grow our own self-employed satisfaction scores this spring. And before we sign off for today, of course, here is a toast for all of us. Music teacher friends from all over the world, it is not easy to be a human in society today, is it? (laughs) We have more convenience than we've ever had before, but instead of using it to our advantage, we just keep expecting more and more out of ourselves and out of our time. It's something that is really concerning to me. Life is happening all around us, and I don't want to miss it. I hope you will take some time to nurture your whole self today. Do something novel, something just because it sounds fun, not because it holds any inherent benefit other than bringing a little exhilaration into your life, of course. I mean, the research does not lie. Workplace satisfaction matters. And since a lot of our workplace is contained in our own heads, (laughs) that means our thoughts really matter. So, with that in mind, I am raising my glass to you, my studio teacher friends, who are also so much more than studio teachers. Even though that part of you is really cool, by the way. (laughs) Here, here. Thank you for listening to episode 117 of the Beyond Measure podcast. This is one of those episodes that plenty of people would probably benefit from hearing outside of our profession as well. So if you know anyone who is self-employed and needs a reminder to be a better manager to themselves, please share this with them. 
The very highest compliment to me is when you share one of these episodes with someone you think would benefit from hearing it. Go ahead and jump on that email list at christinawhitlock.com slash subscribe. And before we close out, this is just me reminding you to move onward and upward, albeit in small steps. Not giant, unreasonable bounds, just little by little. Okay? All right. Love you. Mean it. See you next week. (laughs) 